Welcome to episode two of the Panther Podcast. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed our first episode with our talk with Mr. Zalstra. And uh, this episode, I think we have a lot of good things in store for you. I'm joined today by Mr. Z, who is with us again. Uh, Caleb Barker, who it's its birthday today. How old are you today, Caleb? I am turning 17 today. Well, happy birthday. Oh, Thank you. Happy birthday, Caleb. Thanks, Mr. Z. Yeah, and Luke White, and our guest today, Luke, you want to tell him who our guest today is going to be? Our guest today is Mr. Barker. Hello, everyone. Yeah, hey, so Mr. Barker. How's we're joined by Mr. Barker today and uh, going to talk about all things KCC and mostly probably KCC Upper School and maybe his journey to KCC. And um, yeah, so it should be a good, good conversation for us. So I guess to get them all started... Mr. Barker, how many years have you been at Kansas City Christian? So nine years at KCC. Started out coaching baseball before I got into the classroom and uh, in my current position now in the upper school. But uh, it's interesting. So little Seabark's over there is 17 today. I think it was his passion and his love for baseball when I started uh, getting into coaching again and coaching some of his teams that kind of led me to the open position here at the baseball, uh, as the baseball coach here at KCC, which... So Caleb gets a credit for this? So I think I think Caleb awesome. kind of should get credit a little bit for uh, for our entire family being here at KCC. Thank you, Caleb. I'm honored. Yeah, that's cool. You, I mean, you kind of had a, I would say, not a traditional way into your current job yeah and I think that was beneficial I don't know if I would have tried to do education in my early 20s if I would have been the same teacher in the classroom or had the same perspective so I worked in the business world for years um, from managing businesses to doing mortgages towards the end um, and working in sales but um, one of my first jobs was managing one of the Sheridan's frozen custards Remember the one on 119th? I think it's unforked now. And little did I know that I was managing 60-plus high school kids at the time that here I would be now in my current role and kind of overseeing over 236 through 12th graders. So Okay, uh, why did you decide to get into education, Mr. Barker? Great question. I don't know if, Luke, I can actually like pinpoint a certain moment. But I think when I started coaching high school kids and then they asked me to start subbing during the day at different points, I got into the classroom and I realized, I don't know, Mr. Z, maybe you can attest to this and, and Coach Poteet can too. I feel like teaching and coaching are a little one and the same, like just the skill set and the abilities and how you are able to pour into kids. I think it was, it was in that moment from the coaching and in the classroom that I was like, man, I really enjoy this, and I really feel like this is something that maybe God is calling me to do that I had no idea beforehand. And so it wasn't like this like big journey, long path, like how do I get into education? For me, I felt it was like, oh my gosh, here I am. I feel like this is, God is showing me something that I didn't even think about before. And so, yeah, it was just kind of that natural progression, and then I became a teacher, and we had some things happen at the school, and so I was able to um, get into an administrative role a few years ago. And uh, Mr. Zalstra was gracious enough to help me 
uh, along that path as a mentor and got my master's degree in educational leadership. And yeah, that's kind of where I am now. But it wasn't this big, long, like, hey, how do I get here? It was like, I think, little short moments of realization of like, no, I think this is what God is trying to show me and, and tell me. Yeah, I think that's really cool because I think your background in leadership and business and then obviously in coaching is coaching is leadership too. And it's similar to school administration in a lot of ways, right? So some of the same skills, very different, but at the same time, some of the same skills. And it's kind of cool to see how God prepared you, you know, with a different background, not an educational background, but with a leadership background, with a people background. Yeah. And I think just being around kids, um, those of us that work in education or coach, I think at the end of the day, we have moments, right, where we're all like, oh, man, that was a tough day. But I think watching the kids grow, like when you coach or watching them in the classroom, or honestly, it's great to see kids that have graduated from KCC. Maybe you're listening to this podcast now. Welcome, alumni. Welcome, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's great to watch them grow and flourish. And so I think it's just that that passion that, yeah, it, it all kind of encompasses everything um, that I think just makes, in my mind, it's what makes a good teacher, a good coach. Yeah. And I we talked about last week, that's one of the unique things here is uh, just having a lot of teachers that coach and a lot of teachers that do other stuff too, not just coach. They they do other extracurriculars, and I think that's what, what makes it unique. Um, one of the things, and I know – Caleb and Luke may have a little bit more to add on what they appreciate appreciate out of this, but one of the things I think that you've done um, in the upper school that's kind of helped with culture of the upper school is this whole house group uh, formula system that we're kind of doing now. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and kind of what what that's mean meant to the upper school, what the kids are getting out of it, what the teachers are getting out of it, and what we're trying to build kind of in the upper school with with house groups? Yeah, and I'd also like to hear from uh, Luke and Caleb, kind of their perspective, because I think our goal was to create and help um, foster a culture inside of our school that just wasn't about select groups. It wasn't about, oh, I'm finally a senior, I can do this or that. It was more to be uh, inclusive um, with our 6th through 12th grade of growing leaders, of helping our older Um, students realize that the impact they can have on the younger students and then obviously giving those younger students an opportunity to talk and to be in a group with those uh, what I would say leaders in our school and so that culture to me is more valuable than I think some of the things maybe just focused on in the classroom is when they get out of KCC and they're out in the real world hopefully some of these lessons that they've learned through house groups and how to be a mentor or even in moments where they're um, having to step up and lead um, maybe not by choice but just because it's that situation that it'll help them when they leave and so I hope we're doing a good job I don't know Caleb and Luke can maybe go into to how they feel about it but I do I feel that there is a culture shift inside of KCC and I don't know if that's fully related to the house groups I think we have some really amazing students but I think it has maybe helped provide those opportunities is that would you guys agree maybe it's just provided more of those opportunities yeah I would agree with that um I'd say 
like a big thing is like connecting like the younger students with some of the older students like people that you don't hang out with that often it kind of brings everyone closer together and like you said a culture shift I feel like all the grades are getting closer and closer together every year just from not just house groups but just seeing each other in the hallway it's just like being like hey what's up you know it just kind of brings everyone together yeah I definitely agree with that and I enjoy how like once a week we get together as a group and uh like we do different stuff every week some week we might like do something with a bible verse or like the next we might go outside and play football so really enjoy that part of it and yeah yeah I'm not as intimately involved as you guys are but I can definitely feel it in the building like the vibe is different it's a really positive it's it's a positive culture and I can see that and I think it is I think I, I agree with you it's because we just have a great group of students and you've given them opportunities to grow and, and become even closer I can, I can feel it you can see it too uh, it's really actually very enjoyable just to be in the hallways, be in the hub, be in the classrooms. Just a spirit of cooperation. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with you. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a <clears throat> the the it is a unique culture right now. And I think Caleb hit it. I think a lot of the it doesn't really matter grade wise, the kids pretty much all get along. And uh, there's not this feeling of, oh, you know, I'm a senior, bow down to me kind of right. kind of uh, ego going around and so uh, it has created a, a unique culture and I do think the house groups um, benefit that and I think like from a teacher's perspective too I think that's a good time to kind of slow down um, I mean there's kids that I have in my house group that I would not have had any other interaction with them if it hadn't have been for house groups and so being able to have that interaction is, um, is something that's that's cool I even see it spilling over into, like, for instance, like, soccer games. You go to a soccer game, and you watch all the kids together. And obviously, Pep Society does a great job with leading a lot of that. But those kids are all together. Like, they're not separated. I mean, they're just – they're enjoying each other because I think they realize that being around each other, they don't have to be, like, best friends. But to get to really know each other – and appreciate who that other person is. I think there's so much value in that because I think it also helps people feel like, oh, you see me, you know who I am, you know my name. I mean, for a sixth grader to have a senior know who they are, I mean, that's a big deal. Like, I don't know if you guys realize that, but like you guys just even like giving a high five to a kid in the hallway or saying a kid's name, then they're like, wait, you guys know who I am? Like, that that's big because it helps that person feel valued and, like, hey, people know who I am, and that's that's important. I mean, we all want that, right? I mean, I even walk in the building and someone says hi to me. Hi, Mr. Barker. It changes my perception immediately of, like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, here here we are. You, you see me, I see you. Um, so I, I appreciate that the students, um, you guys, are also bought into what we're trying to to accomplish here because it is your school at the end of the day like you guys can make it what you want to make it right and so that's that's a big responsibility and I think you guys are doing a good job of that if I have a kid maybe sixth grader going into middle school for the first time ninth grader going to high school for the first time or I'm transferring my student over to KCC to be in the upper school I guess what is your 
like if I was to ask you what is your goal for what this student is going to be when they graduate in 12th grade because they've been in our upper school at KCC like what what are maybe, maybe I worded that bad and I can I can word uh, the question again but do you understand what I'm trying to ask I can word this question again and re-edit this but the perfect you, alumni I'm the perfect. I don't know if, I don't know if we want to talk alumni. about that. But it'd be more like, like, what are you trying to sell? Like, what would you sell on a parent? Like, why? What are What are they gonna? What are What do you hope that a kid would get out of? Does that make sense? I mean, that's a great question. I don't know that I have a, like, an answer that would be like, this is exactly what I want for your student when they leave here. I think what I would want for them to know is your child will have an opportunity to grow in their faith, to grow as a leader, and we will do the best we can to provide those opportunities, um, but it will be a, an opportunity that they can flourish. Like, they can take chances. They can fail if they have to fail, and nobody is going to ridicule them for it. Like, it is just a place to grow, like, and we can provide those opportunities right to help them along the way and it's not that we're going to like totally be life-changing because i think parents have to realize like they play a huge huge role in that we just play a small part but we do have their kids five days a week from eight to three and so during that time frame what can we do to help them grow in their faith to grow as um, a person so when they leave here they have had those opportunities because the world's going to hit them in the face pretty quickly. I mean, you guys understand that. Um, so I don't know that there's something I, I think at the end that they can measure and say, oh, yeah, my child did X, Y, and Z. Thank you. I think my goal, or I think the goal would be that they had those opportunities presented to them. And then they've got to kind of make it what they, they want to make it. Yeah. And it's really important for us that we prepare the kids for whatever's next. You know, so for some of them, a lot of them, it's going to be college. You know, are they equipped for that? Are they prepared for that? Are they ready for whatever's next in their life? You know, because from there, then they'll take that next step, move into that next chapter, and then be prepared again for what's after that. So, yeah, we're a part of the process, and uh, it's, it's a blessing to be a part of it. But that, that's what we're trying to do is get them, like you said, prepare, give them an opportunity to grow as a leader, as a person, and then be prepared for and equipped for the, the calling God has for them. I don't think well, I. We don't. You no, know, God determines that, right? We right, don't. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, I don't think I had those. Upper, I mean, I I went to what I would feel was a great high school in Branson, growing up in a public school, and I had a lot of coaches that were Christians, and and it was a great atmosphere. But I just don't really remember having opportunities like I feel like our students are allowed in this environment, and so I personally think this is such a unique place that you can't just say one thing that your child's going to get out of it. I think if you maybe asked alumni, they would have five different answers yeah. of like what KCC meant to them. But if you wrap it up, it's all going to come back to this is what I learned. This is how I grew. Um, because I, I don't think I experienced, I experienced things in high school, but I don't, I don't think I was prepared. Like I hope our students are prepared when they do leave here and go to college or whatever God tells shows them to do next in life so all right so Luke you're a senior mm -hmm. do you feel like you are prepared for college or do you feel like you've been prepared through your time here at KCC to be able to go to college because I don't know if that's 
going to stress you out. Me asking you that question is uh, this is kind of a big transition year for you, senior year. But um, what are some ways you think that KCC has helped you? And um, yeah, uh, I think KCC definitely has helped me because uh, I've only been here for two years of high school, but uh, definitely prepared me better than the school I was at before. And like living for uh, Jesus and like applying it to my life because when you go to college, like uh, not everyone's a Christian there, but like here, like it's kind of totally different. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that it's going to help me in my faith and uh, like stay uh, closer to like my beliefs and yeah. I think the fun part for us is like, you know, we've been doing this a while, so we've seen a lot of kids graduate. I've seen a lot of kids graduate from a lot of schools. You know, I can look at you and what you've done here, and I know with confidence that you are prepared and you will be doing just fine at the next level. Because, you know, we know what it takes, and we know that you have it, and you've shown that here. So that, that's just kind of fun. I always think that's exciting. I always get excited about, you know, our seniors, when they graduate. Hey, where are you going? What are your opportunities? What are your options? And just to see them go through that process and then go for it. It's especially exciting, though, because, um, you know, we, we know that we are graduating kids, that they're ready for that, and they're excited about that. So, yeah, you, you'll definitely uh, be ready, when you, and you'll know that when you get there. But Yeah. And I think, Luke, your story is unique because you were here, left, yeah. and then came back. And so I think you have a different perspective yeah. even than a lot oh, of yeah. our other students, right? And so to hear you say that is like, okay, yes, it is different. Here's why I do feel prepared. And there's going to be things that will happen, right? They're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't see that one coming. Um, but, yeah, I think you, you of all of our students can attest to, yeah, it is – it is different here, yeah. and it is. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. I have kind of a fun question. So so I know you're from Branson, small town. You played a lot of sports, played baseball, basketball, football. You've coached baseball and basketball here at Kansas City Christian. What are your thoughts on having a football team, and would you coach if we had a football oh. team? <laughs> <coughs> if this doesn't go well, we can cut this part out, right? Uh. I'm just kidding. Yes, I would 100% coach. Um, I don't know if I'd want to be the head coach. I think I just want to be like D coordinator. Um, or, you know, I could even, I can get more specific, like just give me the linebackers, right? Like, I would love to coach. I personally, because I gravitated towards football in high school, and my coach um, is probably who I try to emulate even as a baseball coach, was my football coach, who was a Christian man, who I felt like, did things with the game of football that helped me in life, right? And that's kind of what I try to emulate with baseball. But, man, I think it would totally shift a lot of different things inside KCC. I think you have Friday Night Lights. Oh, man. I mean, come on, guys. Like, Friday Night Lights, going to a football game, right? Whether you're playing or not playing, it just the atmosphere is different. Like, I was telling Mr. Zalstra his nephew scored a touchdown, like first touchdown, first football game yes. in middle school. Like, awesome. the, the hair on my arms stood up when I saw him score that touchdown because it I just... I chills right now. Yeah, it just changes, like, that perspective. Like, I, I would love for there to be football. I think there are some obstacles, obviously, we'd have to get through because it would change a few things. But I think it's, it's something that is dear to my heart, so I'm very passionate about it. Um, yeah, I would definitely coach, and I, I think it would be tremendous for this school 
but we also have to weigh other options, you know, would it dilute other programs? Could we make it work? All, all kinds of different questions, guys. But yes, if we had an actual opportunity to do it, in a heartbeat. Caleb, did you know I used to be a JV defensive coordinator at Denver Christian High School? I did not know yes. that. Yes. Lots of fun. We were even undefeated. Were you, were you like the 85 Bears, the JV team? Almost, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> well, I know we're going to have uh, probably a chance here in a few episodes to really go down the athletics path of Kansas City Christian and what, what it means to our students, and I think that'll definitely be a fun thing for, for us to be able to do because we can talk about what all that means and and why we, why we do athletics yeah. the way we do athletics, so I think that's cool. All right, I have, as we start to wrap up here, I have one, just this is more of a question for Caleb, because I don't know the answer to this, and I've always wondered if this is weird, but what is it like having your dad be the principal when you're in high school? Man, I mean, there's a lot of benefits to it, you know, but then there's also a lot of downsides. I have to be on my best behavior all the time, <laughs> or else I go straight to my dad. Which, you know, kind of sucks, but I'm I'm a great student, so, you know, I never get in trouble, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, it's it's been nice in the past having parents working just to, like, you know, if I need something like food or... <laughs> Daily. <laughs> it's true. If I need something like food or, like, I don't know, if I'm not feeling good, I can just go up to my parents instead of, like having to go to the front office and have Mrs. Lopez call my parents. But now it's like I'm in high school. I can drive myself. Um, I have a phone that I can use. So I feel like high school doesn't affect it as much as it used to in middle school and elementary school, although you weren't the principal whenever I was in my uh, early days of KCC. So I was not. I was in the building, but, yeah, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't basically overseeing you at home and also here at school. I will say this. Um, it's been a blessing to be able to watch both my kids um, day in and day out in the school. And I know there's some different challenges because I don't want to be on top of my kids all the time, especially Caleb as he's a junior now. Like I want him to have those freedoms to, to mess up in class, right? If it happens, then yes, he has to come see me, but I don't want to be a hovering right over him. And so I think it's been great. Um, you know, there's definitely a few few challenges, like when Mr. Zalster and I saw him back out and go the wrong way <clears throat> last week down the uh, yeah. carpool line. Do you remember that, Mr. Zalstra? <laughs> yeah. Driving the wrong way. Yeah. Hey, well, okay. In front of the school. First off, I'd like to apologize <laughs> to absolutely nobody. No, Probably but, uh, should to all the moms. But I, I didn't realize time. that there were uh, there were that many cars already. So I was going to go out the right way, you know, and try to avoid some traffic. But because, so you're not really be, because, because I couldn't get out of the, the parking lot the way I was going, I had to turn around and go back the other way. So I was just praying that no one, there were going to be two cars coming right at me because, I mean, that happened. I wasn't going to get out. You so. weren't praying that your dad and Mr. Zalstra didn't we, see we you do this? You do oh, I, w I hope nobody saw me because that was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> we saw. 
Well, that's good to know. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. I'll make sure to do better. Thank you. But that was the first I've ever done that, so like you can't really be too upset. It's a learning experience. <laughs> and you avoided the uh, cars coming at you, so that was good. Yeah, that was good. Did. Nobody got hurt. No yeah. one got hurt. No head-on yeah. collisions. All right, well, I think that'll wrap up our second podcast. Thanks to Mr. Barker for joining us, and hopefully uh, you've enjoyed listening to this as well. Stay tuned. We'll try to put these out, like we said last week, weekly, and uh, should be a great way for you to keep up what's going on at KCC.